stand firm. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name's Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Renee Keevitt. Hello, hello. Welcome, Pastor Renee. <laughs> Glad to be together on the podcast today. It's good to be together. Yes. Um, as we start, I know we mentioned it at the end, but I thought I would just start oh. with this. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions regarding this sermon series, yes. we would love to hear them. Um, mm-hmm. On November 26th, we are having a pastor's panel discussion, which mm-hmm. are, if I'm honest, my favorite. I really quite enjoy those. Love the panel. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> Yes, so we are having that, and we are aiming to answer or to address. To respond to, yeah. I'm sorry, to respond to yeah. as many of your questions yeah. as we are able that day. Yes. Um, so if you would email them to any staff member, mm-hmm. we would greatly appreciate it. Let us, yeah, let us know, and, and we will do our best to respond to as many as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Brandon has been picking up uh, a lot in the mm-hmm. class that he has, and that's, that's a great excellent class. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so it's, it's good. There are probably... Uh, 10,000 more questions than there, <laughs> you know, um, and, and we've, we're calling it responses instead yes. of answers because let's be honest, I don't know if there's another book of the Bible that has more oh, yeah. writing about it, uh, this side, this side, this perspective, no, this perspective. Mm-hmm. And so there are many, many answers. Yes. There are many, many answers, many, many. <laughs> and so we will do our best to respond in the way that we understand, um, the way the Lord has been leading mm-hmm. us and the way we understand uh, Revelation as a, as a church and uh, as individuals and as we're studying. Yeah, but it's good. It's good to, it's good to be challenged in yes. our thinking. Mm-hmm. And I would say that from what I grew up believing about the book of Revelation, besides being terrified by it, um, with a very um, literal perspective mm-hmm. of understanding everything with the number, to the date, to the hour, to the beast, with this face, this eye, this, this, to now coming to a place where I would say, I understand this um, vision Mm -hmm. language to be full of symbols. And those symbols could mean a variety of things. And I don't want to get caught up in the symbols and yeah. in arguing or or, or, or fr- being frustrated about the symbols so much that I miss mm. this picture of Jesus and what he's doing in the world and what he's doing in our own lives and yeah. what it will be like to corporately worship in heaven. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, and I kind of said that, you know, a few weeks ago when I said that I, I missed the worship because of the eyes. Yeah. And so I feel the same about, you know, the symbols and, and um, we looked at chapter 11 mm-hmm. uh, in service on Sunday and I mean, the, one of the, uh, I've been reading a lot of commentaries and reading yes. a lot of people who are way smarter than I am and who love Jesus and are, are doing their best to understand yeah. Revelation too, as we are. And, and someone said, you know, chapter 11 is probably the most misunderstood and hotly debated chapter. <laughs> and I said, well, thank you, Lord, for leading me there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and what, what is it that you want to show me that, that I humbly mm-hmm. try to then submit and relay to our, our church family because I don't. I certainly don't feel like an expert. Um, well, almost never when I preach do I feel like an expert, <laughs> let's be honest. But to say that I'm trying to be, we're trying to be as pastors and staff to be open to what mm-hmm. the Lord, the way the Lord is directing us as we, as we study Revelation. And, and, uh, and so chapter 11 is, uh, is quite a, quite a story. Mm-hmm. And so the, on, upon the first read, you're just like, 
whoa what is happening what in the world you know there's there's fire that comes out of the mouths of of witnesses and and there's measuring sticks and there's death and there's dead bodies that lay for three and a half days and there's and then there's new life and there's um there's a lot of numbers in there too i find a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. mathematics yes yeah and so what is it if you could if you can step back a hundred feet yeah. and not be really, really narrowly focused on every single one of those details. And we step back and we say, okay, Lord, mm-hmm. what are we, what are you seeing here? What are you showing me? And so I, so the journey for me, this in, in preparing for this message focused on standing firm, mm-hmm. our, 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 uh, firmly rooted in our love for the Lord, in our discipleship, mm-hmm. um, in the midst of tribulation. Yes. And the word tribulation is is really just a normal word um, that you know that means trouble, struggle, um, trials, yes. um, and, and hardship. Maybe. Har- yeah, yeah, hardship, yeah. absolutely. And so, but tribulation, when we think of the book of Revelation, yes, we often think of seven years, yeah, and we have hotly contested. Yep, mm-hmm. and is it are we going before in the middle after? Um, and I think. Um, there are things that I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. And what I do know for sure is there is tribulation. There is tribulation right now. Mm-hmm. There is trouble right now. There has been for the Jewish people. As soon as Jesus ascended into heaven, it's there funny. was already trouble <laughs> yeah. and tribulation. Mm-hmm. And they already wrote in the New Testament that they were in the last days. And yeah. here we are now saying, we're living in the last days, some mm-hmm. believe and say that. And, and during world wars, yes. that, that those words have, this, this must be the last days. And so how, so the, so the big question this week was how can we really, in the midst of trouble, trials, tribulations, struggles, whatever word you want to use for it, how can we stand firm mm. in our faith? And how can we still be witnesses in the midst of persecution? Um, and like, I feel un, like it's almost irresponsible of me to suggest that I understand persecution in the country that we live in Mm -hmm. compared to so many other people who literally have Mm -hmm. been, died for their faith, um, died standing up for their faith, early Anabaptists who were killed for their faith. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I don't face that. You and I, we don't face that struggle. And yet we have faced faith-based pushback and yes. struggle. I, mm-hmm. I know in high school, man, there was oh yeah quite a bit of, uh, and our children face that in school. Yes. But we face that culturally, mm-hmm. um, tribulation and trouble. And so, how do we stand firm? How do we? How can we remain true witnesses um, of Jesus' work in our life? His, his work in the world, um, his nature, his character yeah. in the midst of of hard things. And so. I, uh, I, I, um, admire deeply Mm -hmm. people who in the midst of great hardship, in the midst of like great difficulty health wise or diagnosis who have this like firm faith Mm -hmm. that is, is just like so strong and typically in a very weak or feeble body. Yes. And I, I can think of my grandmother in, Mm -hmm. in ways. And I think of, um, a number of older people who, um, as I have been able to have the privilege of spending time with and thought I was going in to visit, yes. to encourage them, like left yeah. in awe at their faith, 
mm-hmm. and in awe at their hope for the future, even though they are like alone, dying, yes. um, and, and, and very not uncomfortable. very yeah, uncomfortable, yeah. the trouble that they are experiencing, the trials, mm-hmm. the pain, the agony, yeah. and yet this like firm faith. Mm-hmm. And I just say, Lord, when I am older and facing struggles like that, or even tomorrow, mm-hmm. can I be that kind of witness? Yeah. And so it blows the faith of our mature Christians. I, I don't want to say older, but like, let's be honest, like, well, you get yeah. ma- like, like it's typically the older ones I'm seeing it in, I would in agree. that fashion. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know how to say that nicely. Is it mature or older or whatever? But um, it's inspiring to me. It's mm-hmm. encouraging and it's inspiring. And so when I look back at, so as I was reading through chapter 11, trying to like not get too caught up in the numbers <laughs> and the, yeah. the fire that's coming out of uh, the witnesses' mouths, I say, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the this picture of witnesses, which mm-hmm. like, like I, I don't know if you've ever been called to court to be a witness. I, I know have not, yes. I've been called for jury duty once, okay. but I didn't speak enough French to be able okay, to. Okay. So you were not either a witness or a jury. Yeah. You were, no, <laughs> but these witnesses, like if you think about a court scene, yes, a witness is not on trial. No, no. A witness is there to speak for someone who is on trial. Yes. For or against someone who's yes. on trial. And so these witnesses that we see in chapter 11, um, you know, there's a variety of, of uh, assumptions of who these two prophets are or what that represents. Mm-hmm. But really, the church, we are witnesses. Mm-hmm. We are witnesses to God's work in the world. We are witnesses mm-hmm. to his work in our own life. We are yeah. witnesses to what we know and understand about him. Mm-hmm. And um, there are, there will be times that we may be way more challenged than we are right now. I don't yeah. feel like I'm being um, pursued or oppressed for my faith. No, um, on a day on a daily or anything. There are people though who live in countries, absolutely all around the world who yeah. are, mm-hmm. who day by day, um, and and the question is, how, will we stand firm mm-hmm. in the midst of that? And so, these witnesses, they die for their faith. Yeah, they are. It's hard for us to imagine because, mm-hmm. like, what's the worst that has happened to you or I? About maybe someone has laughed at us, like yeah. back in high Made school. Made fun of me, laughed at me, sure. Or said, oh, yeah, no, like I don't I don't believe that nonsense yeah. that you do. Yeah. That's like, the, like literally the worst. Right, right, <laughs> right. And so on some level, like we don't even have an understanding of that level where we have brothers and sisters around the world who are living in this kind of level where they yes. literally die for their faith. Mm-hmm. And there are organizations like Voice of the Martyrs and others that mm-hmm. share stories of people who are almost worse than dying for your faith is like, tormented or tortured or beaten and jailed which many also are yeah which i think is probably worse than even just being put to death for your faith um and yet they don't denounce the lord no and they and so just like these witnesses they you know satan the beast comes up and and kill and takes their life and Mm. takes their life and then um they they they're left in the street this this passage they're left in the city for people to sort of come by and see yeah what they said wasn't true they're dead look at them um that is so hard to picture yeah in our culture, culture. yeah yes 100 percent. yeah 100 mm. percent. and yet what is the 
the hope-filled future of this chapter, and that is that God breathed life back into these witnesses. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you could say big picture, like there has been times that the church has been persecuted mm-hmm. in tremendous, horrendous ways. Yeah. And it looks like the church has been defeated, and yet God breathed new life back in Mm -hmm. and because why because he has actually already won the Mm. victory and we we know the end of the story he will be victorious and the certainty of his power um the certainty of heaven the stability of all of that Mm -hmm. even in the midst of these chapters of of very graphic symbolic language what is firm what is true what stands still and that is god's power his ability to breathe life into things Mm -hmm. and the hope that we have because of that. And, you know, even if you do, and I know we we're not going to talk too much about the numbers. I Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. However, when I look at it, I think to myself, Oh, there's an, there's an end. Yeah. You know, some of the numbers that Mm -hmm. indicates to Mm -hmm. me, like this is, this is is finite. Yes. You know, this will come to an end. Even if we don't know, like it says 42 months, so many days it's right. You know, Absolutely. That could be a symbol of something else, like yeah. you're saying, but it it, it ends. Yeah, that's yeah, a great point. Yeah, yeah, the finite of it. Yeah, whereas the infiniteness or the transcendent nature of yeah. God, like Pastor West talked about last week, like mm-hmm. that has no end. Yeah. It always was and always will be. Yes. And so this finite nature of our trouble, which let's be honest, in the midst of it feels forever. Yes. Humanly. Yeah. Uh, so trying to have that, the God's... Uh, transcendent perspective which says this is this is finite this is mm-hmm. not going to last forever and so how do we like, I, I just think you know the stronger I am physically the longer I can stand firm against mm-hmm. a physical struggle right yes. if I was pulling on a rope really hard against someone else who yeah. who hadn't worked out a lot and they yeah. couldn't stand firm because they were so what helps us stand firm as witnesses to God and as um, his disciples, as his followers. Yeah, well, exercising that uh, faith muscle, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and drawing closer to him, yeah. trusting him more. Yeah, Trusting him more and being in being in the word mm-hmm. and letting that wash over us and letting it challenge us and letting it rebuke us. Pastor Brandon, yeah. right? He was talking about there was commendations for the churches and then there were rebukes. Yes. Like, this is what you need. You, you're doing really great here. And... Yes. You need to really work over here, mm-hmm. you know? And so allowing ourselves to humbly submit to God's mm-hmm. um, rebuke to us to say, come on, Renee, like you are, you're not where you need to be as a follower of Jesus yeah. over here or, or a response or a, a behavior. And the Lord is saying, Renee, you, you've got to stop that. Mm-hmm. You need, I want to strengthen you. I want you to thrive. I want mm-hmm. you to be ready to stand firm. How do we do that? Yeah. Um, we stand firm by exercising those muscles and being ready and being strengthened, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where I, where I, uh, where I come out in this chapter that the the nature of standing firm is possible. Mm-hmm. The promise of God's eternal home. <laughs> Pastor Trevor will talk about glory, the yes. promise of glory next week. Um, is the hope that allows us to go through hard things. Mm-hmm. And it is the faith, it's this firm faith foundation that lets us say, okay, 
all of this ground around me, I'm just thinking of this particular person right now. Yeah. All of this ground around me is falling. Yeah. And I, I don't have the people in my life to come alongside me and I don't have this and I don't have this and I just got this new diagnosis and now I have this and I am alone and isolated Mm -hmm. and yet I am saying tis so sweet to trust in Jesus Mm. I cried when I got that email because I just thought this person's faith in the midst of massive tribulation um, massive struggle and trouble or whatever Mm -hmm. trials whatever you want to call it um, is just so awe-inspiring yeah and so we are these witnesses, you and I, and everyone listening. <laughs> yes. And the church is this witness in the midst of trouble and trial. And it's a struggle, and mm-hmm. it's hard, and it's difficult, and it's costly. Mm-hmm. Um, but not forever costly, yeah. because God breathes new life into us as individuals, into the church, into local churches, into the church in the world, is breathing new life so that we can show the world God is trying to call them to repentance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was verse uh, uh, chapter nine in uh, Revelation. You know, all of these things around people are happening. There's plagues. There's locusts. In, there's, there's locusts. Yeah. In chapter nine, there's the, the, the bulls and the trumpets mm-hmm. and the seals. And things are opening and there's just all this turmoil and trouble. But they continued to worship demons and, the, and these idols. They did not repent and turn to God. And God wants everyone to repent and come back to him. Yeah. And so we get this opportunity to partner with God um, yeah. as his witnesses. And so it is a, it is a blessing mm-hmm. to be able to be part of that called witness. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. But it is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And so let us be ready and stand firm uh, and be full of faith and hope yeah. of the future. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pastor Renee. Um, that sounded like a good closing thought. Did you have anything <laughs> to add? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited about yeah. this study. I'm excited about seeing Jesus mm-hmm. different than I did when I was younger. Um, him coming to rescue us, him coming to save us, and him walking alongside of us in the midst of those struggles and trials. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm, that is great. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, thank you very much for your thoughts and your words today. And if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Renee, you can reach her at Renee at WayneFleetBIC.com. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye bye.